All right, everybody, this is Commissioner Saffle here, or Commissioner Brandon, I should say, Saffle. I don't like using my last name sometimes, Paul. I don't know about you, that's just weird sometimes. Everybody calls me by my last name. Anyways, I'm here today with our reigning AFFL champion, uh, Paul Pete. Um, so, Paul, why don't you uh, just go ahead and uh, tell us a little about yourself and uh, what's going on? Well, my name's Paul. Uh, I think I was brought to the league by Jordan and uh, we played volleyball back in the day and then he liked me enough to uh, keep inviting me to stuff. Um, but uh, a little about, a little bit more about me. I was in the Marine Corps uh, going back to school. I uh, just like to have a good time. I don't really like to take things too seriously. And uh, that's, that's yeah, yeah. Can, we always we always appreciate that, and we always appreciate the service that you uh, provided for for everybody for the country. So thank you for for that. We really all appreciate it. Not a so, problem. All right, we'll uh, we'll jump into question. Uh, well, I guess it's really kind of like the first question of the of the interviews. This is the very first question of all the interviews, and we got how many of these to do? Nine of them, ten of them, however many. Anyways, uh, so. Um, how does it, how does it feel being the first armchair fantasy football uh, champion? Uh, I feel extremely proud. Uh, this was my first league invite, actually, so I had never played in fantasy football before. So I really didn't watch football, uh, and probably you would have to go back to uh, when the Rams won or when the Rams were good. So like twenty uh, years St. ago, St. Louis team. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, when the St. Louis Rams were good, uh, I was a big Court Warner fan. Uh, loved Isaac Bruce. Uh, he was probably my favorite all-time player at the time. And uh, really got into it. But when the Rams moved away, I was kind of uh, – I was one of those nations. I hated mm-hmm. the NFL. Uh, hated Kroenke. But then when you guys brought me back, I was really excited. Uh, thought – you know, this is this is a way for me to get back into something that I did love and treasure. So I was really, really stoked about that. And then um, going into that year, you know, I was kind of nervous. Uh, didn't didn't really want to uh, put put a high bar out there for myself. Um, and then uh, just squeezed by into the playoffs. So that was it. Was a neat little adventure, just trying to be in the playoffs. And then all of a sudden. Me knocking on number one uh, started giving me a little bit of hope. And, uh, you know, I thought I'd make some good trades in that year. You know, everybody gave me grief about trading uh, Ezekiel Elliott just because I didn't like the football uh, Cowboys organization or him. Uh, I thought his four-game sit-out protest, whatever you want to call it, for his contract was a buzzkill. Otherwise, you know, I thought I'd make... Uh, the tight girly trade uh, ended up being a uh, toss-up for me. But, you know, I thought that actually ended up in my favor at towards the end. Maybe not in the beginning. Uh, I got a pretty good grief from it. Uh, I lacked a lot of points after I traded him away and started doing good. But uh, Todd Gurley at the end uh, came through and it ended up being a pretty good trade since uh, I won the, the championship and uh, I, I was... Stoked about it. Couldn't believe that uh, 
my team had the, uh, I guess, had the distance to beat out, you know, the top two players at the time, and which I was massively <laughs> the underdog both, yeah. both weeks. Uh, so it was a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it was uh, something that was brought up uh, in our, in our <clears throat> first uh, first podcast there. We were talking about how you were able to um, manage to get the, the fourth seed. Actually, I went back and looked at everything, and you were actually the fourth seed, uh, not the fifth seed. So I we correct you on that one, oh. or correct myself on that one. Uh, you were able to knock myself out of the playoffs, the commissioner at the time out of the playoffs and they able to knock out the one and two seeds to get your first championship and the first championship for the FFL. And <clears throat> the, the funny part about it <clears throat> that we kept talking about was every time you said you were going to lose, you're like, there's no way, there's no way I'm going to win. You didn't end up winning that game. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah no. And it yeah. wasn't, uh, it wasn't uh, a couple of those games where I thought it was going to be very tight. We ended up, you know, I was winning. I won by mm-hmm. ten points, five to ten points, and it was uh, it was miraculous to see. But uh, uh, ye of little faith was yeah. proven wrong. So now this uh, flip to this year, you know, now I'm expecting uh, great things, and uh, just things just haven't bounced my way. <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually that's actually my next question for you is uh, going from from where you were, like at the top of the mountain. I mean, you're still, you're still there. I mean, you know, you're the first champion, so you're, you know, you're, you're held to pretty high standards. Um, sure. So you, the struggles, the struggles you've had this year, you know, you're sitting at what, two and seven, 10th place in the, in the division. Um, right. You know, what, what, what how, how are you handling it? How are you, how are you going to go forward with these last four weeks of the season? I, I think I'm, I'm just going to chalk it up as a loss. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I, I felt like I had a really good team. Uh, put some good trades out there. Really did try to uh, put uh, a spin on a you know uh, injury riddled uh, roster. Um, I felt like I kept getting screwed in the weeks because uh, one of my top guys. It always seemed like would start the game and five minutes into the game he would get hurt. So that would you know uh, the end result would be that guy getting hurt five minutes in would give me maybe one point, one to two points out of him, and then uh, it definitely affected the actual yeah. results. So uh, um, I wasn't, you know, as far as uh, complaining, I'm not going to complain about it. It's just how, you know, we know going into the football season that it's a, it's a tough fought game. You know, they're not, you know, they're going to get hurt. And or this year with COVID, they're going to get sick. And um, I know everybody was experiencing it. And, um even though I was right out of the gate projected to be about ninth, I really thought that my team was going to be in the top four again, thinking, uh, you know, this is a pretty darn good roster. I mean, uh, as far as the draft goes, uh, my number one draft pick has stood his ground and uh, has played all the games, you know, except for his bye. So I really could not complain with uh, my draft choices. I just, the end result just wasn't there. And, uh, um, I'm playing Jordan this week, so I'm hoping with uh, his uh, wide receiver Antonio Brown um, only getting three points. Uh, I'm hoping that I can uh, get Carson uh, back on the field, and hopefully that's going to make push me over the top this week. And uh, we'll go from there. You know, we'll just take it week by week. I'm not going to uh, totally give up. I'm probably going to try to make one or two more trades. Uh, here 
coming on trade deadline and uh, see if I can at least, uh, you know, speak into a, a seventh or a playoff position. Yeah, no, that's all. I think that's what uh, a lot of us are still hanging on for. I mean, even though I'm, I'm currently six and three, I, I still like, ah, man, I got a couple of weird matchups because I play, I think I play you and I play Jordan. Who else I played? Play Tyler one more time. And I think I played Dylan. I already played Dylan. I don't know. I just have some weird matchups, though. So I, I feel you. Even though I'm sitting at six and three and then like second, <clears throat> I feel like two or three losses, I could be a complete flip flop. Right. And right, that yeah. quickly just go from one of the top seeds to like the bottom of the playoff bracket. And I don't want that. That's something I'm, I'm not looking forward to. So I'm doing my best to, uh, to, to do that, but no, I think this this matchup you have against Jordan this week is a, is a pretty big one for you to to get back yeah. on on the winning side of things. Um, for this yeah. for this year, definitely. Yeah. So, um, so uh, let's see. My next question I asked about the struggle. So, you're talking about your 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 draft and and how your top top pick has kind of worked out for you in, in favor and like some, um just either because of like an injury bug or just because of COVID in general. Um, so did you have like a strategy going into into the draft this year where you just kind of like winging it and being like, ah, this guy might be, might be good. Well, I had some, I had some, uh, I definitely had a game plan going in. I, I was, I was trying to get either Patrick Mahomes or Jackson and I uh, hate to say it, but I did regret that uh, Desiree talked me into Jackson. Yeah. Uh, over Patrick Mahomes, um, but I really didn't think, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes being a star, just signing that big deal, I really felt like there was going to be some added pressure to him. Um, teams were going to be gunning for him just because now he's won a championship. He's he's got to be he's top dog, yeah. you know, and they're going to try to hurt him, um, you, you know, at all costs. You know, if you hurt that quarterback, uh, Kansas City doesn't look as good on paper. I, I really do think you take out that key piece and can see certain a little bit. And uh, so I decided to take Jackson and then uh, Tyree Hill. And uh, he, you know, I ended up trading Hill uh, because he just wasn't producing for me. And then the very next week I trade him and he <laughs> scores a ton of points for Jason. Yeah. And uh, uh, it was a Carson deal and Carson gets hurt that very next game. So mm-hmm. for me, it was a, it was a, Hard, hard stab to the heart, but uh, to pull, you know, trading Hill because we know how effective he can be. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, I kind of had to agree with uh, that when somebody's not producing, you know, you it's a business transaction and you, you got to try to move them. And I felt like he was a piece I could move and I could get something worthy in a trade for him. Yeah. No, yeah, def- I definitely agree with you there. Unfortunately, fortunately, you just had that unlucky bounce of Chris Carson coming out and getting hurt within like the first quarter, second quarter of that game. Exactly. Exactly. But you know, uh, on the flip side, I think, uh, I picked up one of the best waiver transactions of the year and, uh, Claypool. Yeah. Really. I really like what he, what he can do, what he brings to the game. And I, I think, uh, he was undervalued after that 50 point week. I was surprised not a lot of guys went after him. Uh, but I was, I was more than happy to take him, uh, take a chance on him. And I feel like he's really worked out for me. So I think if Goodwin gets healthy 
along with uh, Montgomery. Uh, they they both helped the roster with Claypool on it, and uh, I feel like I like we said, you know, just get a, a couple bounces my way during some games, and uh, we, we flip some results, and uh, we'll, we might be looking at a playoff spot. Uh, yeah. I could I. I I could easily see myself going zero and four the next four weeks, or I could I could easily see myself going four and zero, which you know, which means a lot. So I, I feel like uh, I'm in a good good spot. I think the uh, the defenses have been my uh, hero picks. Uh, I've kept on the Tampa Bay defense and the Titans, and I've played them in the right weeks. Just uh, the other guys that got hurt killed it. So you know, I feel like. We're, we're we're right there. We're right there as a, yeah. a good roster, and um, you know some of these guys. Uh, I look at some of these matchups, and you know it's great. I've seen roster score 140 points. I've also seen the same roster score 70 points. So mm-hmm. it's really a toss up. So I'm not really uh, not really giving up, but uh, at the same time, I'm uh, I'm very optimistic, and I, I really like what our, our league has done as far as uh, as far as the trades, I felt like all the trades were pretty fair that I that I made that or balanced. So I I can't really complain about what's going on and just the results are just not there. Yeah, yeah, I feel about the whole the whole trade thing. I yeah, it's um, I don't feel like we've had too many issues with it this year. Which I'm, we've actually had more trades this year than we did last year. So I'm I'm happy about that for sure. Yeah, actually, for sure. I was uh, I think. There was only about three trades, maybe three trades. Yeah, and I was I was the one I was the biggest trade with Ezekiel mm-hmm. Elliott, and I was uh, shocked at that. Yeah, that that was going to be one of the biggest acquisitions of the uh, whole year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're just all trying to get a feel for for each other and how we how we're going to play the game. And now that we know um, how each of us looks at, at things and in, in our fantasy rosters, it's definitely opened up the. Uh, the trade, the trade, um, the trade train for sure. Well, yeah, I think next year's draft is it's going to be uh, it's a it's a good it's going to be a great draft because we uh, after the, being a part of this draft this last year and some of the mistakes I made, which you know going quarterback first and whatever, uh, I got a lot of heat for it. But that was my uh, biggest scoring guy, so yeah. I felt like that was a great first round draft pick, but knowing that people going after uh, running backs or wide receivers early on, uh, I'll probably switch up my game plan next draft just to go and get more of those players because, uh, you know, you're going to get quarterbacks uh, like the uh, Chargers have, uh, third-string quarterback that's now starting. Yeah, Justin Herbert, he's, he's, uh, he's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> he's phenomenal, and yeah. no one saw that coming. So apparently you don't need a good running quarterback, which I thought was going to be uh, a big factor into this this year with mm-hmm. people getting hurt. And with COVID, I felt like, okay, you add that aspect. And, you know, this guy who supposedly can score 20 to 25 just using his arm, now you put him in the range of maybe 40 to 50 points, you know, and you don't need that high and uh, wide receiver or the best running backs. I mean, you get a running back in, in between that five-yard zone, you know, the red yeah. zone. He knocks it in twice. That's 12 points. And mm-hmm. you're looking at, you know, 50 – hopefully he can put 
another 40 yard run onto it and you got substantial uh, points out of them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. I wouldn't, I, I've never been one to, to been like to, to draft a, a high name quarterback. I just happened to get lucky this year with, with the way Russell Wilson's been playing. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I mean, I feel you there with the, I, I've always been like, no, I was like, I'm going to get a running back first. Like he's going to be there. They're going to be the point scorer. I just need a consistent quarterback. Who's going to go out and throw two touchdowns, 250 plus yards a week. And we'll be, we'll be all right. So yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so like I said, you already kind of brought it up in that last little bit of conversation. Um, but did you, did you have any regrets about whether it was draft wise or maybe not making a trade at any point this year? Yeah, I think the uh, the the Jackson uh, taking Jackson over Mahomes. I think that that really was a stinger. Uh, I think Mahomes has done uh, a lot better than Jackson um, point wise, but you know Jackson's still a top three quarterback. Um, the other one, I w- I would say the. Uh, uh, the hell trade that, you know, hindsight 2020, you know, we talked about it. It was, it was a, a big trade at the time. Um, and then the Godwin trade with Jordan, I, I felt like I gave up a lot to get him, which I was okay doing. And then boom, he gets hurt. And, you know, you put uh, a roster with Godwin and Hill on it with Jackson as your quarterback. I feel like you're, you're in most, you're contesting most, weeks yeah that's a solid lineup that's a solid and um well i wasn't uh you know i wasn't so you know i couldn't get rid of godwin at the time because he wasn't he was hurt and nobody would take him Mm -hmm. and so i went with the hill trade and i felt like that was gonna give giving me carson was gonna give me another factor because again i looked at carson and i said you know what what can he bring to my table and he can catch, you know, he's a good catching running back. So he's a dual threat there. So I, I felt like that trade was going to uh, pay off with uh, Montgomery being sporadic every week. I felt like Montgomery, he was going to be my uh, X factor. If he shows up, my lineup once again is competing and uh, it just wasn't the case. So, yeah. and now, now I'm on a roster with uh, four hard players, <laughs> Four of my five top players are hurt, so or questionable week to week, you know. So I'm constantly trying to figure out who is going to be playing, and sometimes you know teams don't release that until exactly game time, and by that time it's too late to change the roster up. So I've been in that predicament this year too, where I just didn't know that uh, a certain player was about to play, and it was by that time you know your roster's locked, you know. And yeah, you can't change it, so you're just kind of screwed and hoping that guy doesn't do good, and he ends up doing great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that I feel you there. I mean, I've been lucky enough to not have any, that many issues, um, so I'm I'm thankful that I don't because yeah, this this stresses me out sometimes enough as it is, especially as we get closer to the playoffs and knowing sure. knowing it right there at that one seed, and you know this year the one the one seed gets the bye and gets the automatic advance to the second round. And I will tell you, my luck with the being in the first round of playoffs is not good. So whatever I can do to get out of that first round of playoffs. I'll exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. You know, so. And uh, I like that. Uh, I really do like the league uh, trading a lot more this season. I, I felt mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, that's 
that's the kind of league you want to be in where, yeah. you know, there's always something happening. So it keeps you involved. Uh, I'm in another league that they don't trade with each other. And um, it's kind of boring because you're, mm-hmm. you know, you're really hoping on uh, waiver lines to really show up. And that's a hard ask, you know, if, yeah. if you're, that, that's what you're relying on. And most of those waiver wires, you know, it's really against, it's, it's very lucky if you get a good waiver line. Mm-hmm. And so I like that our league trades, uh, is willing to trade, trying to do deals. Um, we're very uh, argumentative uh, when trades are about to happen, which makes it that much more intense, which to me, I think makes it more fun uh, for everyone being involved in the trade, not uh, not only for them, but for the whole league to be, okay, yeah, what if I don't like it? And then I get to say my two cents. Um, and I think that brings another aspect to our league that you don't very, uh, you don't see very often because I talk to some of my buddies in other leagues and they say, once you once you pick your draft, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's they're set in stone and they don't, uh, they might talk crap to the guy, to the person that they're playing that week, but they don't mm-hmm. really have good interaction with the league up beyond that. Yeah. You know? And so it's, I, I think this league is great for interaction, keeps your uh, head in the, in the actual league constantly because you're uh, now that people maneuvering with trades, you're like, okay, now who do, how do I counter somebody getting so-and-so because I'm playing him in two weeks, you know, how do I, yeah. do? so I think that that's just, fantastic our own league that we are actually willing to trade with each other uh and it it makes it more exciting for uh standings wise so you can see some people are jumping standings because of good trades some people are losing standings because the trade didn't go well and yeah. that to me is a lot of fun like just keeping good engagement in the league is it's a big bonus yeah no that's that's something we we tried to push for and and uh, we, we definitely try to make the league a little bit more different than, than some of the others. So that's, that was actually my next question is like, what was, what is your favorite thing about the AFFL? Like if you were trying to get somebody to, to join, cause you know, we're talking about doing a second division next year sure. with the North division. Yeah. Um, like what, what would you say? What would you do to, to try to bring them on or to convince them to, to join? Well, number one thing I'm going to say is that we, the, the league definitely values your opinion. You might not be, uh, what is it, player savvy like I am. I'm, I'm not player savvy at all. Uh, I know all the big names, but I don't know, you know, behind the scenes who's going to, you know, who could make a breakout. I don't do much research on, you know, uh, individuals and stuff like that. And for our league, that, I don't think that really is a big factor. You don't really have to know uh, football to a T to – uh, stand a chance in this league. I, I really do think there's a, uh, people like when trades are going through, people will try to help you out and uh, say, Hey, you know, be careful here. Or, you know, Hey, I think this is a great, it's good. It's a great ask, you know, the both sides get good value for it. And, you know, that is something our league does a really good job of is uh, not letting the trade stay between the two people or three people are trying to make, make accusations but really trying to help, you know, people that are like me that, you know, sometimes I don't see how, what 
you know, when you say you're giving up a top uh, five wide receiver for nobody, you know, just because this guy's scoring points doesn't mean, you know, right now he's scoring points doesn't mean, you know, you, I've heard, uh, you know, you guys have come to, uh, come to me and say, well, once so-and-so's back in the lineup, he's, he's going to fall off because they're not going to use him anymore. So mm-hmm. you might want to rethink that strategy a little bit. And, uh, you know, I think you guys, we do a good job as a league to really uh, point out maybe some flaws in a trade or maybe uh, some good values of, you know, you might want to trade this person because, you know, this is coming up and uh, you you don't know if he's going to get hurt, but this other guy looks really good and it's a uh, good risk, uh, good reward kind of thing for both sides. So, you know, that's that to me is what's kept this year fun uh, for me is, uh, the arguments over trades, I, I love that. <laughs> I, I absolutely eat that shit up. Uh, uh, sorry for my uh, cussing, but I, I think that's one of the best parts of uh, this league is really uh, the the blood feuds when you know when somebody who has an awesome roster is trying to trade with a somebody you know at bottom tier team. And everybody's trying to put their two cents in. Well, it helps both sides. You know, it helps clear up a lot of things that you know people don't see. And I think it's all in uh, in a positive way. I don't. I don't. I've never once looked at a trade, the trade arguments or the the blood feuds going into a trade um, as negative because I think everybody has you know not only their own roster to think about if the trade goes through, but they're thinking about other people's rosters and, you know, trying to assess value for both sides. And I think to me, that's just a very good part of our league. Awesome. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I, you know, that, like I said, we, we really passioned ourselves into making this something that uh, you don't typically see. And I know we do, we do a lot myself. I do, I do a lot for, for the league to make sure that things stay active and, and moving and, just doing different things. So just hearing that um, makes me feel good about, well, about the way this league is and the way it's going. Absolutely. I think we're, we are trending up. Uh, second division, you know, uh, you have a commissioner, uh, junior commissioners, second in line, whatever you want to call them, um, that are very involved that when questions are asked or, uh, you know, we want them to either ask questions or we want to, raise a problem or raise a flag. Um, you guys are very on it. You guys very mm-hmm. respond within, you know, 24 hours of what we're asking. And uh, the whole league chimes in usually, um, which means, you know, you have, instead of just having 10 people that play fantasy football, you have 10 engaged people that love, you know, going at each other. And they they want the best constantly, week in and week out for the league. And that. To me, means more. You know, that's that's what the money's about. You know, mm-hmm. the, uh, it's not just giving money to a league and saying, "Okay, here's my roster. I hope I win at the end of the season." It's none of. It's not so much of that. It's it's the the quarrels that get us to that point and make the playoffs that more exciting. You know, at the end of the year, even if I'm not in a playoff spot, I'm rooting for cer- certain people 
you know, maybe uh, if Jason's in there with Tyree Hill, you know, that's my guy. I, I drafted that guy. So I have mm-hmm. an interest in him winning because him doing well um, or, you know, other people. I feel like that's how we, we treat the league is, you know, we like our guys, uh, the people we pick. And I, I think that's a big aspect when we're talking and uh, bickering back and forth on, on Facebook is, you know, we're rooting for our guys and we're rooting for our trade aspects, even though we might not be in it anymore or, yeah. you know, whatever. I think that's a really good aspect of our league is the league engagement. And if they really want to be a part of a league that just sets the, the roster and that's it, that's, you know, that's fine. That, that more power to them because it, to me, that's just boring. In our league, we don't just set our rosters. We're constantly talking about it. Um, if I don't fill out my roster on Thursday, I have three people texting me saying, you know, this guy's hurt or, you know, <laughs> your bench, yeah. you know, your roster's not filled out and you're only at 20 points because you have one starting player, you know. That's that's a big thing to me, you know. A lot of other leagues don't do that crap. They, they want that person to suffer for not getting in their roster. And I feel like we really do want good – Good, uh, good matchups. You know, we we're, we look for yeah. uh, good shit talking when it comes to good matchups. Not because you forgot to set a roster and therefore you deserve to lose. You know, we're we're not about that aspect. Yeah, no, that that definitely the competitive side of things makes it uh makes it a blast to be a part of, and I'm I'm glad it, it's really turned out the way it has. So hopefully we can uh, we can keep rolling and keep turning things up and start getting a little bit more worried about, about um, just about everything we do, yeah. everything we're, we're going to do and we're planning on doing um, for not now, but not, not just this season, but the next season and the season after that and just going forward with it. Sure. Yeah. So um, you got anything else you'd like to add? Uh, I would just like the, um, Number one draft pick, if I'm last. That's about it. <laughs> I, uh, I think I deserve it after going top to bottom in one year. I, um, yeah. Hey, you're not out of it yet. We'll just put it that way. I'm not. We still got four weeks to go. Four weeks. Four weeks before the playoffs right. start. So you, you never know. You never know what will happen. Well, I think I'm just going to return to the uh, game plan of last year of saying I'm just going to lose that way. You know, get my mindset ready to lose. That way, when yeah. I win, I get that much more excited. That's true. That I mean, it, apparently, it, it worked. Right. <laughs> it worked last year. Right. You won the championship because of it, basically. Exactly. So, exactly. And this was fun. Uh, this was a fun podcast. Uh, thank you for yeah. uh, putting up with my shenanigans of not being able to do it, <laughs> and then uh, being able to do it, and then you know all this other stuff. And uh, yeah, with school and uh, your job, I, it's it's hard for you to do everything, but. Uh, you do a great job yeah. of uh, getting us involved and getting us engaged and uh, really getting our thoughts out there and uh, so the other people know we're, what we're about. And uh, I thank you for it. And uh, I hope, uh, you know, next season is just as fun as this season because I'm having a great time. And I, uh, I hope that we uh, don't run into any big obstacles as far as the NFL uh, closing down because of lockdowns or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it was, it's been a fun year. Uh, I loved uh, probably every minute of it so far. And uh, I can't wait to see you guys at uh, 
the championship game. Yeah, yeah, that's that's still as of right now, um, still planned. Uh, location might have to change depending on how the house situation goes and sure. if it's going to be ready by then, which hopefully it's going to be. But um, yeah, no, I appreciate. We all appreciate you playing. I appreciate you playing. I'm glad you uh, to jump jumped on and uh, join the league. Um, you definitely added a little uh, a little spice to to everything. And that's what I'm can't here. Thank you enough for that. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> can't thank you enough for that. So, all right. Well, uh, we'll we'll let you go. Thanks for again. Thanks again um, for being a part of this. And um, we'll uh, we'll talk to you later. Awesome. Take care. Bye. Take care. See ya. Hey, everyone. This is Commissioner Saffle here. So I just hope you enjoyed this episode today, uh, recording with Paul or interview with Paul. Um, looking forward to, to getting everybody's feedback on, uh, on the podcast and what we're doing right, what we need to do better, so and so. So, if you can take a listen, uh, let us know what you think. Uh, you can you can let us know. We have Facebook pages. We have um, any way you can get a hold of us. Okay, we really appreciate all the feedback and everything possible. Look for our next podcast talking about um, our pick them, our standings, and our start them, sit them. Maybe some other things thrown in there. We got a couple trades that happened this week. A couple big trades. Uh, and then just more little discussion about uh, things going on in the league and what we're looking forward to. So uh, thanks again. Tune in and uh, hope to hear you hear from you soon.